It's a November day in 1954, and you are at home in your living room. You have fallen asleep on the couch because it is a lazy afternoon. Completely unremarkable in every single way. But all of that changes in a flash. If it happened today, it would be all over social media. It would be on the front pages of newspapers. Something crashes through the ceiling, something unprecedented, and the living room fills up with smoke. So much for that nap. I'm Dylan Thuris, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. And today, we're going to Sylacauga, Alabama, to hear the story of Ann Hodges, the only person we know of to ever be hit by a meteorite. That's after this. When was the last time I took a road trip? How many national parks could I hit in two weeks? What about hotels? Wait, hey, Erica, how much am I spending on travel? When your questions about life turn into questions about money, there's Erica, the virtual financial assistant to help you spend, save, and plan smarter. Only from Bank of America. What would you like the power to do? Erica is only available in the English language. You must download the latest version of the mobile banking app, only available on select mobile devices. Your chat may be recorded and monitored for quality assurance. Message and data rates and additional terms may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. It was seen up in the sky by people in Mississippi, Alabama, and Georgia uh, as just a fireball. And so authorities thought it was an airplane crashing and expected to find the wreckage somewhere. That's Alice George. She's a historian who wrote an article for Smithsonian Magazine about Ann Hodges. On November 30th, 1954, Ann was home in Sylacauga, Alabama, taking her midday nap when that fireball came crashing through her roof. It hit a stand-up console radio Ann had in her living room, and after bouncing off the radio, the object hit Ann, who was napping just a few feet away. And she woke up... And apparently didn't feel immediate pain from the fact that it hit her because she looked at all the dust that was in her living room and she spoke to her mother who was also in the house and they both thought, well, maybe this chimney had collapsed. They didn't know what had happened, why the house was so full of dust. When Anne and her mom looked to the floor, they saw this dark gray rock about the size of a large grapefruit. And when Anne lifted up her shirt, she saw a huge bruise on the side of her abdomen. And so she uh, 
called the police and the fire department because she had no idea what had happened and just needed somebody to tell her what had happened. Word spread quickly about the mystery unfolding in Anne's house. And not long after the incident, a crowd formed. Soon, even the mayor and the chief of police were in Anne's living room to inspect what had happened there. When Ann Hodges' husband got home from work that day, his house was surrounded by people who had heard about this and and reporters and everything. And he had not heard anything about it. She hadn't thought to call him at work and tell him that this amazing thing had happened. Ann told the Associated Press, Well, we had a little excitement around here today, and I haven't been able to sleep since I was hit. It turns out the rock that hit Ann wasn't just, you know, any rock. You know what it is. The police handed it off to the Air Force, who confirmed, yes, this was a certified meteorite. But it also wasn't the only space rock in town. Shortly before hitting the Earth's surface, a smaller piece of the meteorite broke off and landed just a few miles away from Anne's home. A man named Julius Kempis McKinney was the one who first spotted that other piece of meteorite. He passed it in a field while driving home in a wagon pulled by a mule. And he just kicked it out of the way and walked on home. And then he turned on the TV and heard about Ann Hodges being hit by this rock. And he thought, well, maybe I should go back and get that rock. McKinney assumed correctly that he, too, had found a piece of the meteorite. So he goes back to get the rock and he brings it home. His kids play with it for a while while he figures out what he is going to do next. Maybe he can sell it. He asked his postal carrier to connect him with a lawyer to help work out a sale. Meanwhile, Ann Hodges is becoming kind of famous for her brush with the other bigger piece of meteorite. So she was on the cover of Life magazine, and the the headline on the cover referred to the meteorite as a big bruiser. And uh, so she was getting a whole lot more attention than she'd ever gotten before. And she was very excited to have this meteorite. But here's where things get a little complicated. See, Anne didn't own the house she was living in. So while all this fuss is going on, Anne's landlady steps in and tries to claim the meteorite as her own. After all, it was her property that was hit. But Anne certainly didn't see it this way. The way she looked at it, God had sent it to her, so it was her meteorite. They, they eventually reached an out-of-court settlement where the landlady got $500 and Ann Hodges got to keep the rock. This wasn't even close to the end of Ann's troubles. Ann's husband, Eugene, tried to sell the rock but found no takers. And at some point, they even began using it as a doorstopper in their apartment. Julius Kempis McKinney, meanwhile, the guy who found the meteorite just in the field, was having much better luck. He managed to sell his piece for enough money to buy a new house and a new car. So it was a great windfall for him. Anne never did receive any money for her piece of the meteorite. It seemed like the Hodges kind of mishandled the whole thing, trying to find a buyer themselves. Well, Julius, who just found his piece on the side of the road, he had a professional help make the deal, made a big difference. The Hodges eventually just donated their piece of the meteorite to the Alabama Museum of Natural History. And that's where it still is today. 
she got some notoriety, but that was basically all she got from it. We talk in mythology about the idea of being you know, struck down by a god, by a bolt of lightning from Zeus. In some ways, this was the experience for Anne, because all of the commotion around this meteorite would trigger some serious long-term problems for Anne. This strange thing sort of became a turning point in her life. Her her marriage ultimately fell apart, and and the meteorite was kind of blamed for that because it changed the way they lived. You know, she it's a it's an unfortunate story. I mean, some other people could have made the rest of their lives be about this moment of notoriety, the way we have so many celebrities today who aren't really anybody, but something happened to them and that made them celebrities. Uh, but, she, but she didn't have a way to make that happen. And I don't think she even knew whether she wanted that to happen. Much like a character in a Greek myth, who's remembered for being turned into a swan by a god, and too is remembered by this encounter with the cosmic. As much strife as the meteorite caused Anne, it's also become her legacy. It's what she's most remembered for 50 years after she died. The official name of the meteorite is the Silicaga meteorite, but it is much, much more commonly known as the Hodges meteorite, as in Anne Hodges. I think it's amazing that that this happened to her, and I sort of wish that I could have been there to interview her and to find out what, how she felt about it. If you'd like to see the Hodges meteorite for yourself, you can visit the Alabama Museum of Natural History in Tuscaloosa. It is open every day except Sunday, 1030 to 4 p.m. You can also see the piece of meteorite that Julius McKinney found. That is at the Smithsonian in the National Museum of Natural History in D.C. Be careful out there. Don't get hit by a meteorite. This episode was produced by Baudelaire Seuss. Our podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Witness Docs. The production team includes Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Willis Ryder Arnold, Sarah Wyman, Manolo Morales, Gianna Palmer, Tracy Samuelson. John Delore. Our technical director is... Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by... Luce Fleming. And our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. I'm Dylan Thuris, wishing you all the wonder in the world. I will see you next time. Witness Docs from Stitcher. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure that you're always connected to the road ahead. Inside, A thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. 
Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.